The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Well, hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Steve. As always, I'm joined by Devin and Joe, and this is Thinking Sideways and the podcast. The podcast. Yeah, the podcast. There's imitators, the but this is only. the podcast. The OG podcast. OG original. Oh my gosh! I know what OG means. I'm just shocked that you're using it. Uh, well, yeah, we just shattered that. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> well, before actually, before we get into tonight's show, uh, I just kind of want to give everybody a little bit of an idea of what's going on here today. This is uh, the beginning of something special. It's very special. Okay. Special as in what we're going to be doing for this month. This show will be coming out on the first week of October. And for the entire month of October, since it's that month, that spooky, spooky month, we're going to do stories that are kind of based around Halloween spooky stories. Yeah, yeah like my, my story is going to be Casper the Friendly Ghost, fact or fiction. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, thankfully, Joe's some, not going to do that story. Let me get some clanking chains. Hang on. <laughs> uh, now, I do, uh, I'm going to give everybody a little bit of a teaser, and that is that at the end of the month, we're going to be doing a show that is what I would consider kind of a big Halloween favorite. I would say that's true. Yeah, it's pretty scary We've stuff. gotten lots of requests for it. We have, and, and I think that's all we're going to tell people. Okay. We're, we're just going to leave you on the hook. You're going to have to... 
wait the next couple of weeks. Four of them. Mwah. Yeah, actually, though, if you can guess, send us an email if you want to take a guess. If you guess correctly, then you'll get a free Thinking Sideways t-shirt uh, if we ever start making them. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so if you, if you want to hit, just uh, let me say it's a very well-known thing. Okay. Yeah. And that... So please take a guess. Is it? And as they say, on with the show. Today's story uh, takes place in Stull, Kansas... Which is about 50 miles from Kansas City or... Missouri. Missouri, or yeah. it's... You said it's about 10 miles out, 10 miles of, out Lawrence. outside of Lawrence. 10 miles outside of Lawrence, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. And, and, and everybody knows where that is. Of course, so, yeah. of course. I do. Uh, and, and there's there's quite a... It's, it's been quite a legend around that area. It's pretty well known. And depending on the sources, this story's been around for anywhere from 50 to 100 plus years. Wow. Yeah, although it's it seems to... Well, we'll talk about that more later. Yeah. Uh, just quickly, though, let me describe Stull, because I got, got on Google Street View this afternoon and this looked at it. This is his favorite thing. And, uh, yeah, I know, I know. Um, and so it's a tiny little town of, I don't know, 20 or 30 people or something like that. Not very many people live there. And, by the way, when I was cruising through on Google Street View, not a soul was evident. <laughs> not a single human being was in sight. Well. Now, that was kind the, of creepy. The story... The story itself from this creepy little town, according to Joe, uh, all centers around the cemetery in that town. And in that cemetery, supposedly, is a gateway to hell. So here's the legend. In 1867, a church was built where currently the Stull Cemetery is located. And that church was eventually abandoned and it fell into disrepair. Maybe part of the reason is the fact that behind the church is a set of stairs which, according to the legend, opens up on Halloween, and from it emerges Satan himself. Oh. That's right, old Scratch. Mm. And why? Do you know why? Well, because uh, because, because he hell. Wants, he wants to get a breath of fresh air, maybe. Well, yeah, probably. To that. reclaim the souls of the damned. Well, there's actually a lot of supposed reasons mm. why Satan comes out of this stairway on Halloween, at midnight mm. on Halloween okay. every year. Okay. And this is kind of a laundry list. Of... Is it? I'm sorry, is it just the one night, or is there another night? Okay, well, depends on the okay. accounts. Uh, yeah, I there's there Halloween. Two. There's uh, the spring or summer equinox, mm. supposedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, people account a lot of different days. And it's at midnight. But it's always at midnight. Interesting. Hmm. Always uh, at midnight. Oh, I have such a problem with that time, but okay, sure. Why? Well, okay, so in pretty much all of the like accepted Christian lore, mm-hmm. the, night, the, the hour of the witching hour almost, the hour of the beast is actually 3 a.m. So it's always interesting when people are like, oh yeah, it's midnight. Because yeah. that's like, for whatever reason, not nearly as like credible, credible. There we go is the word I was looking for. It's not nearly as credible or like mysterious and believable to me mm. as when people are like, oh, it was like, Almost 3 a.m. Yeah, I think it's got something to do with, you know, the clock hitting and the night spinning. I, yeah. I don't know. There's all kinds. Of, it's, always, it's always midnight. Though. Midnight, You're right. is, midnight has always had that sort of uh, creepiness about it or some, for some reason. Just the, the very word midnight. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. Well, let's uh, let's go through this this list of supposed reasons as to why Satan himself comes out every night. The first is that the graveyard, which the church is located on, sits on one of the seven points on this planet where the devil has his gateways. Wait. There's okay. Run with me here. Okay. There's seven gateways to hell on this planet. Supposedly, one of them is located somewhere in India, and according to legend, it just happens to be that Stull, Kansas, houses one of those very spots. So they just had the bad luck to build their church right at, right atop of a, a stairway to hell. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, they had a really would, bad surveyor. I so. don't know. I would guess that there was some kind of like, oh yeah, there was a draw there because there was so much evil, and they felt the need to cleanse it. But and and we're gonna we'll, we'll go into some of that stuff. Sure. Let, let me yeah. just kind of run through this. But you would think that Satan would put some some warning signs up saying, <laughs> "Don't build here," you know? I mean, because no. that's the way he is. Yeah. 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 He's a real warner. He wants you to build there. Yeah, All right. The the next too. is that that location was a favorite spots for witches to practice black arts and they they do this because of the fact that this place is a focal point for black magic again if i'm guessing this is based on it being a gateway this focus one of the seven points on the planet and also because there's a large pine tree on the grounds Mm. that was used to hang at one time witches i just feel like Mm. this is a chicken egg scenario yeah. yeah, well, let me let me keep going. Okay. We got a tree to talk about here. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, the tree has been in the graveyard evidently for decades and up until several years ago when it was cut down, but evidently there was a headstone at the base of the tree and the tree had grown up and around this headstone and eventually split it apart, which is something that people point to as evidence that it's an evil place. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's just kind of what tree roots do. You know? like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. The next one is is that Satan is visiting a dead witch who was at one time his bride who's buried there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as we saw in the thrilling documentary of Corpse Bride. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that one. I gotta, yeah. I'm putting that on my um, list. Before I get too far off, I'm pretty sure. Do, do you ever, either of you ever watch that TV show Supernatural? No. It's oh, on my list. That, that's, it's not on anymore, right? I think it might be done. I, I, I watched some of it. That's about the but, two brothers who... Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, evidently, I, I saw that a couple evidently of times. there was an episode where they actually played off of this whole Gateway to Hell install, and there was a season finale where they were shutting the Gateway to Hell, and it was installed. And they were, like, inside them? They, they were shutting the gateway to hell. They were closing it from... It was closed on them. Like they were closing it to stop the evil oh, from escaping. Closing. Oh, nice. I haven't seen the episode. Maybe. I just happened to find something that related to it and then read it on IMDb. And they put a good stout padlock on it? To yeah, I think a lot of concrete. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. The next reason that Satan would be coming out at that location, he's visiting a son that he had with a witch... And that son was so deformed that he only lived for a few days. And according to the legend, the ghost of this boy appears on Halloween as a werewolf and scares or chases people off of the grounds or prowls around the woods how and scares many, people. How many supernatural legends can we cram into one theory? Oh, just wait. Oh, are there we got more? more. Yeah. Oh man. Actually, you know, we should tack a few more on while we're at it. Well, let me let me before let's, you let's start, the start start working on these. Let me just give you the rest of them. I got well, I got to say the story about Satan's son who was who was deformed and died. Maybe you know, feel really sorry for Satan. I'm 
Next up. Okay. The legends, and this is, again, another reason that it's so haunted and so terrible, is that in the 1850s, the mayor of the town of Stahl was stabbed to death by a stable hand in a stone barn that was on the cemetery grounds. And I'm mm. guessing the idea behind that is that it's desecrations of hallowed ground. I'm, I've got to guess that's why this would be a reason, but I'm not oh, sure. So like the Indian grave thing. Right. You're, you know, this is a hallowed site and then you commit murder. Although I guess uh-huh. that would mean that no more than 17 years later, but probably like... 10 years later, they built a church on top of that building. So that's a weird, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just like attacking. <clears throat> these I, as need, we I know I'm you sorry. are, but I need, I need a little clarification here. Okay. So, um, in the 1850s, the mayor of the town was stabbed and that's what it, that attracted Satan to it. Or it, it was, the gateway was already there. And that's I think why he it's, it, I think it attracted it. Satan again. Uh, it's that, okay, so it it's committing him. murder on, on hallowed ground. Mm-hmm. Oh. But was it hallowed ground at that, that, at that it point? It was a cemetery at that yeah. time, which so. is technically, theoretically, according, you know, it's supposed to be when, when it's a, um, some kind of a religious burial area, you know, it's a, whatever, I can't remember, it was Germanic people that had settled the area and had made the, uh, the, the graveyard. And suddenly I can't remember wh- whether they were Catholic or what, but you know, if it's at that point, it's a graveyard, it's a hallowed piece of ground. Yeah, but it was in a barn on a graveyard, so... Mm. Uh-huh. How does that make a difference? I don't know, it just does in my it mind. Just, you know, I think what we need to do is actually, that there's a really cool graveyard not far from where I live. It's a, it's a very old pioneer graveyard. Let's, mm-hmm. let's go murder somebody there and see if a stairway to hell appears. Okay, on to the next one. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank right. you for making Halloween just got weirder. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Uh, here's our next one. In the early 1900s, and I don't have a year, but this will be, you know, between 1900 and 1910 when everybody calls it the 1900s. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's the time range we're looking at. A boy was accidentally burned to death by his own father while he was burning a field. So dad's burning the field, doesn't realize the boy's in the field, mm-hmm. and it kills boy's, him. The boy's too slow to like just walk out of the field. Or dies from smoke inhalation. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know for sure. And then a few years later, a man in the town was found hanging from a tree. And I have to presume it's that same pine tree. Um, and both of these took place... In, uh, near a road that was known as Devil's Road, which appeared on old maps of Stull, but it doesn't exist anymore. So mm-hmm. it's it's not a modern road. You can't go on Google Maps and find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, some of the hype may be the fact that Stull is located. Uh, also, this is another thing to kind of go in that same same vein, is that in the state... Stoll is in the Topeka zip code, mm-hmm. and that evidently has the prefix of 666, this, the mark of the beast. This, this, and this attracted Satan to the spot? I don't, I'm guessing. I thought, yeah, I thought we're, not, we're still, yeah, we're still. Th- we're this still is on, on the Satan's laundry list of, of things that are built up around why Satan might be coming there. Right. I, I can't point so to So he was one. attracted to the 666 postal code. Yeah. Which and, didn't come into existence until when, the 1960s? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Also, like, are we going to discuss the fact that it turns out that 666 is actually like a 
misinterpretation. Misinterpretation. It's not actually. We can actually of the talk beast. about that right now. I mean, uh, what do we? I don't remember what is the translation gosh, correct. It's like six six one or something. Right? Uh, like six, I heard four, six, one. six nine six is one possible interpretation of it. It's not six six uh, six. Whatever no. it is. Yeah, I know yeah. that. That it's a misinterpretation and the. the that reminds me. I saw this whole laundry list uh, in, this, in this humorous email that was rocketing around. It was like uh, all these different numbers, like, you know, 666, 66, 6666, Social Security number of the beast. <laughs> 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 and they were all, just the whole, they riffed on the whole thing. They had like 20 uh, of these things. Okay. Anyway, enough of that. Yeah, because uh, we're not done yet with the reasons why Satan might be coming to this place. Uh, and and I, I should probably just go ahead and say something right now, which is this story kind of has the feel of a very urban legend. Uh, yeah. It's totally got the urban legend feel. Bit. So don't, I think everybody who's listening has probably figured that out by now, but I just want to say that, which is why I want to get all of these supposed reasons out there and out of the way. Yeah, if you're already packing your bags and then gassing up your car to, to, to drive to Kansas to go look at this place, hold off a bit till we get to the end of the episode. Yeah, 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 because yeah. you'll, you'll find a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this doesn't say exactly why... He's going to that location, but one of the things that it's believed he's doing by coming out at midnight on Halloween is that he's gathering up all of the souls in the area, and by the area, I don't know how big that is. I don't know what that denotes. Is that the continental U.S., or is that just that area code? I don't know. I like I like, I like it that he operates by zip code. I yeah. That's kind of cool. But, uh, but he, he's gathering up all of the souls in the area who died of a violent death that year to then parade them around the earth for one more night before taking them back to hell. Nice. Although, just because somebody died a violent death doesn't mean they're going to go to hell. True. Yeah. Of course, you never know. Maybe you do go to hell for dying a violent death, you know? If you weren't smart enough to outwit, outwit your adversary, maybe God sent you to hell for that. So, sorry, you guys were talking about something, but I was busy off in Google land. Um, so I found the number of the beast, the actual number. It's um, 616. Well, okay, no, I'm sorry. It's Google says it's 616.66666. Oh, really? <laughs> So, so it's not a whole number. They finally six, calculated it out. Right a whole on. number. So I this guess is the world's hardest math equation. You gotta, you gotta love science. Huh? I guess it's six one seven because you round up. But I don't. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. So just add, so, so FYI, every listener, that is the number of the beast. So it's it's six one six point six 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 six. six. Repeating infinity. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I don't know. I don't know where that number comes from and why a fraction is attached to it. But does ooh. the devil have a wiki page? I I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe. We check. Yeah. Let's, okay, we'll look it up later. Well, let's let's keep <laughs> Sorry. going. That's Sorry, a, that's all right. I like that. Uh, okay, well. And this is just more to add to the legend, less of a reason why Satan would come around. But uh, thanks to his presence, evidently, strange things happen in the graveyard. And these are a lot of, these, these, this is some reports uh, on All, All Hallows' Eve, uh, Halloween. People keep saying that they are reporting strange moaning noises, mm-hmm. that the old church that's on the property, on, on the graveyard, that church that we... That that was built, uh, still had a crucifix on the wall. And evidently on Halloween, the crucifix would spin 180 degrees so that Ooh. it was upside down, which kind of sounds like pranksters to me. 
And I also don't know that it would still be attached to the wall, but hey, that's somebody, what people say is happening. You would think somebody would have stolen a long time ago. You would. Uh, and, and actually, you know, th- there's a lot of focus on the church. This, this, the church that's on this site has spawned and helped foster a lot of the stories in the legends. Uh, the, the church itself in the 19, early 1900s caught fire for reasons unknown. I could never find out what caused the fire. It was never recorded anywhere that, that I could track down. Probably caused by something flammable. Or Satan. That's usually, or two um, Satan. But after it caught fire, it stopped being used. And some people are saying that the religious community actually destroyed the church themselves in an effort to seal the gateway to hell. So they burned it themselves? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And because it wasn't maintained for so long, the roof of the church actually blew off many years ago. Like in a big windstorm just ripped off. So it's a so building weird. with no roof. This sounds so much like an episode of True Detective. I can't even tell you. <laughs> oh, I, I remember get... that church. Yeah. Uh, but being open to the sky uh, it, it seems to be one thing that, that helps some of the stories. Um, it seems to help the idea that witches and black magic are taking place Well, there. yeah, because they can get in on their flying broomsticks now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and they, you know, they're not going to be seen by anybody when they're doing their their practices, mm-hmm. uh, according to the stories, when it rained in the area, water would not fall on the inside of the church, but instead would run off as if the roof was still there. Well, obviously the rain didn't get the news. <laughs> Evidently. Uh, there are reports that strong winds were actually happening inside of the church. So this is this is kind of that poltergeist area mm. where there's just strange cold spots and winds out of nowhere. And there was one guy who said that the wind was so strong, it knocked him over and, quote, held him down and wouldn't let him up for a while. So, and they were probably hot winds, and they smelled of sulfur and all that stuff. Never heard that part. Nobody yeah. ever commented on the, the temperature, which was a little funny to me, I for that same reason. I just mm-hmm. can't wait for the theories for this. I know. I just... uh, but we've still got some more things oh, that are about the church. Man. Oh, yeah, there's a lot here. Uh, there's, there's glass bottles. So I don't know if you guys had come across this, but they... Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, some people say, and they are adamant about this, that if you throw threw a glass bottle at the interior wall of the church on Halloween, it wouldn't break. Or if you held two glass bottles in the shape of the cross and hit them against the wall, they wouldn't break, mm-hmm. which is a little odd but that that also then spawns people to say that uh well if you did throw a bottle at the wall and it did break then you were going to hell oh it's so uh, convenient it's so then, convenient i just like yeah. for a second like these kinds of stories are just like the worst right because you're like well it didn't break for me but if it breaks for you you're going to hell which is like it or allows for the fact that like anybody who has like a fine grasp of physics or like feels like they want to do it they are going to go and it's going to break and they're going to be like oh well maybe i'm going to hell uh, or i have a really thick wine bottle and you have a th- a very thin walled vodka bottle uh, there's always that yeah, yeah. I, I, even beer bottles don't break as as easily as you would think no I remember, I remember many years ago i was out with a friend and we were kind of bored and uh so we decided to make a molotov cocktail so we poured some gasoline into a into a, a rainier pounder which is a 16 inch beer bottle, uh-huh. which is actually 
uh, not as heavily built as, like, say, a long neck bottle, like you'd find a Bud in or something like that mm-hmm. today. Those, are, those have thicker walls than, than the old Rainier Pounders. And so we, we stuffed a rag in it, you know, and then it was about half filled with gasoline, stuffed a rag in it. We're this out, sounds, this, we're, uh, I'm so yeah. afraid where this is going. Oh, no, it was, it was, it was, and so we were out, we go out to the middle of nowhere and we, um, and we light the rag on fire. And then, and then we take the bottle and, and fling it, like, like fling it hard down the road about 20 feet, you know, so it hits the pavement good and hard and it didn't break. It went ting, just, ting, yeah, ting, ting. You know? <laughs> And uh, yeah, so beer bottles don't break as easily as you'd think. But yeah. I have a theory about the origin of this particular, this particular thing. Okay, let's hear this. Yeah. I think, I'm curious. So just, I'm curious. I, I think that somebody decided to insert this into the legend at some point. This is the glass bottle. The part. glass bottle that, that won't break no matter mm-hmm. how hard you throw it against the wall. I think whoever was doing it was being was some guy probably in his late teens early 20s who was being a complete flaming and thought i know i'm going to trick all these people that go out there into smashing bottles and leaving broken glass everywhere <laughs> and so I, and so i think that's what i think it was could be yeah. <sighs> all right well and, and, and we've, yeah. we're we're not done here with the legend Dear and Lord. the stories around the legend uh, there are Threads out there that say the name of the town was actually Skull and not Stull. So the town is S-T-U-L-L. And people are saying that the T was actually a K at one point. Mm-hmm. So it was the town of Skull. But the residents changed the name to Stull as a way to try to repent from the bad deeds that had happened there uh-huh. and throw people off from the trail of I everything just, wrong that was done. Uh, if you're going to change your town name from Skull... To Stull. I mean, just like, change it a little more, maybe. Like, <laughs> yeah, really. Maybe like... Scroll or like Cold. heaven, or how about how about femur? Uh, I mean, yeah. like really, you know, the fact that you like change one letter in your thing, like that's yeah, probably not, not going to help so much. Yeah, Maybe just be like, no, anybody. no, no, we're called normal now. Well, no, they they, they just weren't as creative in the olden days. Ah, apparently. Evidently, Maybe. they didn't have the internets well, I to help say, them. They this, could have come up with yeah. something else. <laughs> this is pretty eye-opening, though. I never, I never knew that Kansas was such a hotbed of black magic and witchery. Evidently, it is. Yeah. Okay, well, let's, uh, let, let's actually get back to the gateway of hell. Because we've been talking about Satan appearing and the reasons that he is. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the gateway is supposedly located at the church... And it's supposedly located on the side of the church, but it's not easy to find. This is because it isn't used by people much, you know, excluding Satan because he's not a person. Well, fair. But people or don't witches. use it. Witches aren't people either. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and so it's been overgrown with grass and scrub and all of that. But people say that if you do manage to find the stairs and you start to walk down them, and again, this is the story, you will lose control of your body and supposedly it would feel as if another force was compelling you forward. Ah. Okay. And then then, then the story diverges into two veins. Version one says that if you do indeed take the stairs, you'll descend to hell, but you'll never be able to come back. I don't know how anyone would know that, but okay. 
Yeah, well, you know, Dave went down the stairs and he never came back. Oh, or so he probably like don't walk down the stairs. Uh, the, the second version is that if you take the stairs and you descend to hell, it's going to take you two weeks to make it back out. But you won't realize that that much time has passed because yes, this place also causes lost time. Uh-huh. I just wanna, like all this makes me think about is Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where she turned me into a newt. Well, you don't look like a newt. Well, I got better. <laughs> I was in hell. See, uh, took me. Well, you're not in hell anymore. I got better. I came back. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I actually want to go check this out because uh, this I think it would be. I think it would be actually very cool if I could go visit hell, see what, check it out, see what it looks yeah, like, back and then come back. Really, that, and I, then you I, I know if awesome. you need to repent, awesome. If but I if knew that hell, hell actually okay, existed, I would fine. clean up my act. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, all right, so I guess we're gonna take a road trip because uh, yeah. I'm okay with Joe descending into hell yeah. and maybe never coming back, but maybe coming back in two weeks. You never know. <laughs> You're just gonna hang out we for two weeks. For, we could do it. Probably. Oh yeah. Well, thankfully, yeah. you know, pre-recording, we'll be all right yeah, for a little fine. while. Yeah, we're fine. All right. Uh, so here's here's one thing to note: the church mm-hmm. it's not standing anymore. Oh. Yes, yeah, it's here. Yeah. Uh, evidently, in 2002, though. Who did this is in a little bit of conflict. The church was torn down. Oh. And the, the, there's versions that say, and these are versions that you read about, is that the property owners say they didn't authorize it and don't know who did it. And then there's other versions where it's said that the property owners did authorize it and they they hired somebody with a piece, big chunk of machinery, you know, a cat or something like that to come over and just knock it down. And it, it it collapsed. It just fell right down as soon as they got to it. Yeah. Um, And actually what, another thing that I heard is that one of the, cause there, there's houses right there. There's people that live very close by. mm -hmm. Apparently one of those had noticed about a week before this, when it it was torn down, one of them had noticed that one of the walls had collapsed Mm -hmm. in a a storm or something. Well, And that's, that's a very good point. The thing was a giant hazard. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, it it hadn't had a roof for years. It, this folks to, to describe this to you, it was stone walls. It wasn't brick. Yeah. Stacked stone. It was stacked stone walls, which when they don't have a structure on top to stabilize them, tend to bow and want to fall over. Well, especially if you, if one wall or corner collapses, you really lose a lot of support and stability there. Mm-hmm. And so I think the owner probably just had it knocked down yeah. for safety reasons uh, and, and, and liability reasons. Yeah, too. it's and I, I lean that same way because some of the, the articles I've read say that, there's, that they're quoting the owner of the property, but you know, yeah. it's the internet and some of these stories you can't really track to tell if that's really their source or not. Yeah, well, you know, actually another theory that I heard, well, actually, I made it up just now. The owner wanted to build a retaining wall, so <laughs> he needed some rocks. You're so. obsessed with retaining walls lately. I just love them. It's because you want one. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, here, we're going to go to a anecdotal bit of legendary. This is not, not I, anecdotal. Did I just make that word? Legendary? Is that a real word? Yeah. yeah I think uh, Not legendary, I, but legendary. I think you know? the word you want to use instead of anecdotal is apocryphal. There we go. that okay. describes this to a T. Okay. Yeah. According to this... The Pope visited the United States back in the 90s. Well, he did. I mean, let's be fair. That's, he did. An, that's a he true did. fact. He did. Okay. Uh, and he told his pilot to go around the entire state of Kansas because he didn't want to fly over unsacred ground. Yeah. Um, well, let's be fair. Unsacred ground just means there's unsacred airspace, too. Um, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait a minute, what? The air that doesn't space. make any no? Oh, the air above. So yeah. you're saying it's it's like a giant column all the way yes. to space of unholy uh, ground. Unholy yeah. scariness. All the way through the universe. Uh, well, uh, well, well, all that's circulating around. All these stories are circulating around. All of these things that we've just covered in however long it just took me to go through minutes. them. Yeah. Um, it's no wonder that every year, gads of people, of people come to the graveyard to try and see Satan make his grand appearance. And you know that every single one of those people has to, has, after he drains his beer, has to run over to the church and try to smash it against the wall. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, because there's so many people coming to the graveyard every year, the graveyard is now circled with cyclone fencing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you look at this on Google, and if you has- go to Google and you go to Street View, you yeah. see nothing but chain link fencing around the entire thing. Yes, and uh, no trespassing signs. And no too. trespassing signs and every year on Halloween the cops are there and they are escorting people away from the area and they will threaten them with fines and jail time for trespassing yeah. on private property. Yeah, apparently the locals are actually not real real thrilled about this. Oh no, they hate this. Yeah. Let me just yeah. be very very obvious. They hate this story. Mm. Because they have relatives who were buried in that graveyard, and there's a lot of vandalism that comes from a bunch of drunken yahoos out on Halloween, Mm -hmm. smashing bottles, knocking over headstones. I'm sure it's not just that. I mean, like, we've just spent, what, the last, like, half an hour recounting all of these different things that have been tied in. And, you know, if your family lives in this place for long enough, you know, maybe it was your, like, great-great-grandfather who accidentally killed that boy in a fire and, like... And brought Satan upon the whole thing? Well, no, but, like, that's a tragic story of your family's history and it's being exploited to be a part of Satan's grand plan. Like, that's tragic. There's people now, you know, who have died in the last year who buried... It's not as if this is a historic graveyard. This is a an active graveyard. Yeah. So there are people who've yeah. died within the last probably I'd say six months yeah. buried in this place. I mean it's got some very old graves in there. It does, but, but it's yeah. got some very new graves. Uh-huh. And there are stories of people going there days after Halloween and finding the headstone of their loved one knocked over and broken mm-hmm. because people were doing whatever they were doing although, and knocking stuff over. Although, really? uh, how do you know it wasn't Satan that knocked over that headstone? <laughs> I was going to say, it just shows them for, like, showing off their wealth of getting, like, a headstone that's above ground. Oh, I know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We're both horrible Although, people, Joe. Yeah, I guess. Uh, you both Although, are. Uh, I, I have to say that, you know, you know and, and this is, to me, kind of unfathomable, but, like, uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd go for walks and runs through the nearby Pioneer Cemetery near my house sometimes, and there's vandalism there, too. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's kind of amazing that people would vandalize a, a headstone, but people do it. I mean, oh, no, people yeah. vandalize everything, mm-hmm. and I don't understand it. I understand graffiti as an art form mm-hmm. in certain applications, but tagging I don't agree with yep. because yeah. that's usually just a defacement of property. Pretty much. And usually it's, it, there's nothing artistic about it. Okay, well, that tag might be artistic in its own sense, but when you reproduce it a hundred times on every signpost and building, then it just becomes junk. Agree. So yeah. it's it's just visual junk. But I agree. And by the way, when that when that tagger is, is caught, I think he needs to get his, his special tag tattooed on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's move uh, not to theories, 
but problems with problems? the stories. So mm-hmm. all oh, yeah. of those legendary things that we just talked about, there is a ton of problems with them. And I just want to suss oh, yeah. out a couple of them right off the bat. The town of Stull was originally named Deer Creek. And that community in 1899 got its own post office. Mm. At that time, it was then called Stull after the fir- the name of the first postmaster they had, Sylvester Stull. Uh, so the okay. town being named Skull, A that's lot. out. Okay. That's out right off the bat. Pro. Well, unless Sylvester Stull used to be Sylvester Skull, and then he changed his name. Listen, Skeletor, stop it. <laughs> um, okay. Do you remember the part that there was the one part of the legend With of the mayor, the mayor being yeah, stabbed? Yeah. 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 Uh, well, it turns out the the town hasn't officially had a mayor. Like ever? Ever. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of too small to really have a mayor, don't you think? It is. Um, and, and, I, and by the way, I, I assume the local police are like the county sheriffs. Right? I'm, I'm I assuming believe it's the county mounties. There. There's there's yeah. no actual stall police forces following sure. from what so. I can see. I doubt it. So, yeah, it's it, obviously there's no one there na- that's actually the mayor. That's a problem. Unless, you know, they're saying, hey, we could call you the mayor. Don't call me the mayor. I know what happened to the last mayor. No, I'm not taking that. It's like being the drummer for Spinal Tap. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I haven't been able to find any concrete evidence that the stairs and their cover exist. Now, there are a lot of stories about people searching for them and, quote, unquote, finding them, but nothing is verifiable. But here's something I want to point out is that there may have actually been a set of stairs there that would have led to a basement. Mm -hmm. Because if this church was built in the 1860s, Think about it. It's Kansas. You want a basement? It's hot. To, well, you, also, well, you need to store food down there. Well, but you, also, you, you Kansas is lousy with tornadoes. Exactly. Yeah. So if everybody's at church and a tornado comes along, you hustle mm-hmm. them into the basement and you hide there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a very valid reason why there might have been a set of stairs. Oh, absolutely. At yeah, the church, absolutely. Oh, yeah. But there's there's nothing to say that it wasn't there, but nobody ever. Finds them, so that's one thing that I want to point out about mm-hmm. the stairs themselves. I also guess you could say like some crypts have like a couple stairs down, mm-hmm. and I, you know, if if like the crypt or like the building structure above it had for whatever reason been demolished, there would be like some random like a couple stairs down. Mm-hmm. I could see how that could have like ballooned out into something like this. You know, yeah, it's, they're... it's so hard to tell in a cemetery with a church in Kansas where, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, there could have been, um, what is it? It's it's when, what do they call the big buildings that, um, it's not a crypt, but what is the building that's mausoleum. above ground? Yeah, mausoleums. Mm-hmm. I mean, mausoleums have been put on the ground. Oh, so yeah. it could have been that that's what it was. Yeah. And that's why there was a set of stairs yeah, it's there. It's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. The last problem that I have with this whole story is uh, the Pope. It's always the Pope. Yeah, I know. Remember that whole story about him diverting his plane? I'm sure, yeah. Didn't actually happen. Yeah. There's well, nothing that shows any record of his plane Ever diverting off of its flight plan. Yeah, well, supposedly that, that story, if I remember right, appeared like in Time magazine somewhere around yeah. that time. But well, nobody's ever been able to. Well, weird. Yeah, I suppose that's what people are claiming, but uh, if you look it's at Time magazine, time. it's not in Time. Also, there. Pope Benedict, not the most superstitious of the popes. No. Pope Benedict? You mean John Paul? No, wasn't it Pope Benedict at that point? No. In the no. 90s, it was John Paul. It was John, John Paul. Paul. Also, not John the Paul most. Second. The superstitious of the... Anyways. No, no okay. I mean, no, the Pope's not going to be afraid of Satan. 
And, you know, um, this uh, story is like so many internet stories. They start out as a, as a clean ship that's just come out of the shipyard, and they sail off through the waters of the internet, and they become encrusted with many, many barnacles. And, <laughs> internet yeah, barnacles. Internet barnacles, yeah. Yeah, and that's what happens, I think. Yeah. So many of these stories. Oh, uh, internet barnacles. Yeah, internet barnacles. And so Freeze Pope, for the day. Yep, yeah, I so agree. yeah, the Pope's story is yet another barnacle in this story. It is. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's get into the theories. Finally. Yeah, I know. Okay. Well, theory number one, it could be real. Well, it could sure. be. Don't give me that look. Well, you know, I mean, Satan might actually exist. I don't okay. know how often he comes down to earth. But, and yeah, let, let me go through this. Is it there, you know, <laughs> up. There, there are a lot of stories around about gateways to hell mm. and their locations. Now, strangely enough, none of them, the major ones that you find out there that are gateways to hell... None of them are in Kansas, uh-huh. but uh, that's that's okay. There are lots of things, though, that are referencing gateways to hell in major populated areas. Yeah, which I mean, still is not. Isn't, isn't, is there, still not. Um, isn't there supposedly one like right close here, like down in Clackamas or something? Uh, yet I I don't I didn't see that one. But there's so many geogra- central major cities have them associated with them. And then major historic cities always have them oh, yeah. associated with them. So there, there's well, these stories all over of the gateways to hell. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're Satan and you're going to have a gateway to hell, I mean, you want to put it in a major city because you're a lot closer to, to shops and services and stuff like that. I mean, well, you don't want to have it in the middle of you know, nowhere. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe it's in the major areas because of the atrocities that happen there. I, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But let, let, let's put that part aside. Mm. That fact aside is that if we think about this from a theological standpoint, and I don't know, is theological the, the right word to use? I'm not sure. But <laughs> philosophical. Philosophical. Maybe. That's probably the better word. Theological is like really, philosophical. Yeah. It, it's possible. If Satan's real, and I'm not saying Satan is or is not real, mm-hmm. but then what criteria would he or she or it, because again, I don't, I don't know, right. um, use to determine where to come out into the world at? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's this place is off the beaten path. I completely understand that. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I, I've read all this stuff about these strange occult sites mm. that are where Satan may come from. And if you think about it, okay, let's just say that there is some random point where all of this occult stuff is happening. Mm. Think about it. This is the best analogy I can come up with. Think about it from the standpoint of almost like radiation. So there's all this occult stuff going on, and it builds up like radiation at that location, so then it becomes a hot zone. So then that could theoretically be a place that would pop up on Satan's radar to be a good place to come because there's all of the, it's just, it's just embroiled with it. And it's just such a, a hotbed that yeah. that might be a spot. Yeah. It's an easy access point. So he, uh, he senses, uh, Satan senses that there's a lot of like boneheads uh, who would be easy, easy pickings and good recruits. And so he, he senses that. So he just makes himself a little gateway to hell. And comes no, out. no. What I mean is let's say that, let's say, and, and this, I'm making this up just to try to help foster this explanation. 
let's say that there is satanic worship and so there are um there's offerings you know there's sacrifices there's atrocities committed at this area and so it's it's seeped in all of this really bad stuff Mm -hmm. that would become something that would come up on a satanic radar for for another way to look at it yeah so it's a ping it's a ping but i guess like if we're gonna make that argument then like there are Literally millions mm-hmm. of better places in this world than Stull. Than Stull, yeah, Kansas. and and also we there's no evidence whatsoever that there was there was ever any sort of satanic dark arts witchcraft witchcraft or anything else practiced in Stull. Well, right? but no but uh, okay, but I I, I want to go back to what Devin said briefly, which is the stories always say that there are X number of gateways to hell, but. Do we know that's true? No. Why couldn't there just be gateways, plural, and there's no number to? Yeah. Why that? can't Why can't the whole world be a gateway? Well, to hell? that's what I was yeah. gonna say. I, I think the entire world is kind of a gateway to hell. I mean, like that's <laughs> a, it's just like that when you you kind of go down that rabbit hole is a term that we use on this show yes. a lot. You're yeah. going down that rabbit hole and like to say like, well, th- like this is one of the like smallest places in America, right? It's really small, very right? small population, and I think that like probably the percentage of bad things that have actually happened in this town to the population versus like the number of years it has existed Mm -hmm. fairly low so if we're saying that like this level of percent of corruption over x number of years Mm -hmm. equals murders robberies etc yeah i'm sure corruption's a great phrase satan's gate i'm sure then like yeah yeah like seriously just like then there's a gate everywhere mm-hmm. and like we're just screwed so yeah. for me it's like this it's you know i talk about occam's razor sometimes mm-hmm. but it is right it's a, like either the entire world is a gateway to hell which like joe is willing to argue and that's fair yeah, but yeah. so either we're gonna say the entire everywhere that human beings exist is a gateway to hell or we're gonna say that is not a valid theory yeah no, you know, no, I, well, I, I, I'm willing to run over. with that. And, and <laughs> here's the here's the deal: is uh, Satan Satan started out life as what? An angel. He did, yes. And uh, and so you God's never favorite you, angel. You, yeah, exactly. And you never hear about uh, angels needing like a, a an escalator down from heaven to get to the earth, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Satan, if he does exist, I don't think needs a stairway or portal or anything else to visit the surface of the planet. I think he can get here, you know, whenever, wherever he chooses. I, I don't, my, my religious studies are very weak, but I do remember having seen some things that I've read that when Satan was cast out and then sent to what would be his kingdom, which was hell, Mm -hmm. he couldn't just come to earth. He had emissaries that could come there. So then that would foster that idea of it had to be something special to allow him his visa for, you know, a, a term that we use for access to get into the area for a, a limited duration of time. I, yeah. uh, I don't want, I don't want to go too yeah, far down this. Yeah. I don't want to beat yeah. this too much because this, again, this is so open to interpretation. There's so many ways that it can be viewed, but that is just, you know, if, if that's just this one theory. 
that I've seen. Yeah. Let's let's move to the next one. All right, okay. let's go to the next one. Which, again, is on the vein of it's real. Mm. But this vein says that the townspeople know it and they're covering it up. Uh, okay, and I just, like, I'm going to go ahead and, like, say right now, if this theory is valid, that that means that the townspeople are all, like, demons, Satanists, yeah. worshippers, You do right? watch Supernatural. No, I don't. But, I mean, it's just, like, that That just follows, right? Is that, like, if the townspeople are covering up Satan's literal stairway out of hell, they are horrible human beings. No, no, no. Or, or maybe they're demons. I mean, I, I think we need to go there and, and check it out and see if they have red glowing eyes. We're going to send and, and if they talk like this, then that'll be kind of a clue. Or... They live in fear of it. And and let me let me run through no. some of the stuff sure, sure. that's been put out based on this this kind of this this bend. Okay. It's it, it, I think we've already covered why they hate this story for all the thrill seekers, because as yeah. we said, there's the vandalism and and the, the damage, and no wonder they're peeved about everybody coming there. But in the reports that come out and in, in the the quotes from townspeople, um, they do some things that don't always help their case. Uh, you know, they, they they say they don't know where the story comes from. They they say it's made up and it's not completely it's not believable, which again makes sense. Hmm. But here's the thing that they've done that can raise some suspicions. This happened in 1999 on Halloween. Uh, reporters from a local newspaper, and there was an also reporters and a crew from a television station, went to the graveyard, and they joined a bunch of onlookers who were hanging out, waiting. Oh, throwing bottles against the church? No, they, they were outside of the grounds. They couldn't get into the grounds mm. because it's gated off now. And the sheriff's deputies were there, as evidently they are every year, Mm -hmm. but they didn't ask anybody to leave the premises or the area outside of the cemetery until 1130 at night. And they, according to the story, they did this because a representative of the cemetery owners showed up and ordered that everyone was to leave. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to put the whole thing to bed and you want to say, listen, this is made up, stop coming here and stop doing this, then let the media in. Just just let the news guys in yeah. and say, hey, guys, we'll escort you with the police. You can hang out at this spot, stay here till 1230, and lo and behold, nothing happened. Yeah, no Satan. No nothing. Well, first but of all. But instead, they shoot they them all away they, yeah. as if they were sweeping it under the rug and hiding it all. Yeah, I mean, that would be a good strategy to put it all to bed. It's just to just to have the crews there. Although, you know, some true believers would probably say something on the order of like, well, gee, you know, Satan didn't show up because he's camera shy and there's all these TV <laughs> news crews there. I mean, yeah. But uh, at, at the same time, this doesn't mean there's any sort of uh, conspiracy afoot because there's hundreds of people there probably making a good old racket. The owner, you know, you don't know where the owner lives, but he probably lives like, you know, right next door or right across the street. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to go to bed. And so he just basically sent somebody over there. Or there's a third theory, which is that the representative of the owner, it wasn't the owner himself, was actually Satan. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that, like, to build on Joe's more rational theories, uh, yeah. I mean, 
it's not like you as a property owner walk up to the police and say, I want everyone but the media to go home. I want to put this to bed. Let's let the media in. You escort them and they'll prove that there's nothing going on here. No, you say there's a bunch of people here. They're going to ruin my property. Send them home. And then they go home. I, you, you, know, you, know, you don't say like, oh, there's one film crew there that might be reputable. It's one person with a video camera out of like, who knows? It could have been thousands of people but, with video but cameras. But you've seen, you, we've all been to places where you see the TV news van and it's a, it's emblazoned on the side with the name of the station and but it's got the little radio here? dish. And yeah, it was a TV crew. They That's, had their yeah. gear. They showed up with cameras in the whole nine yards. It was reporters who were tagging along with them, but it's the newspaper reporters. But I've, I've got to presume that if the guy showed up as a TV reporter, he's got the news van and he's got all the news crud with him because he's gonna try and report it and send it over to the station to make the splash of, look what's going on in Stull tonight. So that to I me guess. is like, well, it stands out like a sore thumb yeah. from a bunch of yahoos in their pickup trucks, drinking beer, to a bunch of guys with cameras and somebody standing there with a microphone in front of the spotlight talking, that person is, is very there, obvious. Is, is it like on YouTube or anything? No. I mean, so like it's hard to know like in 1999 that it was kind of that trend of like undercover reporting. Like was it undercover reporting? There's like, no did reason they, to do or, that. Or were they trying to emblazon? Were they like trying to sneak in? Was it... What I got did was they that have it wasn't band? undercover reporting. I mean, it's just... it's. For me, it's hard to tell. And, yeah. I, you know, I agree with you. There's no reason to send them away. But also, like, tr- truly, if, you know, somebody who owns the property lives, like, right there, and yeah. they're like, I'm trying to go to sleep, they say, hey, cops, on the phone, tell everybody to go home. They don't know who's there. They just say, it's loud out there. See, I got the impression, the way I read it, that the person showed up. That yeah, a representative that is, of the people showed up. That showed is up. the impression. Right. And, there, too, and there's yeah. a problem with the representative may not have cared who was there. If just it's a secretary, the... she's like, it's midnight, crap. Like, I got called out of bed by these rich people to go tell everybody to go home. I'm going to tell everybody to go home. It's your, that's a very good point. But let's, but, let's... But, but remember something else, too, is that, uh, and that they can boot them off the property because it's private property. But right next to it is a road. Which mm-hmm. is public property, and so if people really wanted to stay there and watch what the goings on and see if Satan appears, you can still do it. Yeah. Well, so I don't know. I don't did know you, why you, did. you went on Google? Did you go to the cemetery on Google Maps and look mm-hmm. at the street view? This the the building itself is offset from the road. It's not like it's right oh, next the to the road. Yeah, the, the yeah, church. It's, it's sort of up the hill. A little it is up the hill. Of, now that's fallen down, it's kind of out of sight. Yeah, yeah. you can you can kind of see it from some of the satellite photos. It's footprint, but it's not right there. It's a ways away. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, let's just I'm just going to make up a number. Let's say it was. 80 yards away, that's a that's a fair bit away to be able to see anything at night with a mm. video camera. Yeah, but if Satan is, like, appearing on Earth, he's probably, like, there's a light show. And he probably glows What, it's a dark. discotheque now? Well, no, yeah. I'm just saying, like, there's some fire and brimstone happening. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be. Well, so, but the thing about it is, is uh, Satan is there, depending on why he's there. If he's there to bi- visit his deformed child that's buried there, then he's going to walk him on a tombstone. So you mm. take, a, take a little night vision gear, uh, you know, maybe with a little magnifying capability, and, you know, you'll spot Satan if he's there. Be a hot so spot. We're, sending, yeah. we're just sending Joe on location. Yeah, yeah we I, really are. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All I'll, right, well, let's, let, let's keep going here. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, okay. so the next theory is, you're not going to believe this, 
It's a total hoax. Could yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, the shocking. Ori- the origin of this story. I'm yeah, sure and that's that's sure where we're at. Tell us, Joe's. You know, gone a little ahead of us, which is the big red flag is when the story showed up. Back in the 1950s, supposedly, there was a professor at the University of Kansas who made the story up about the gateway to hell being located in Stahl. He made this urban legend up. Yeah. Now, and and evidently he told it to his students continually until it caught fire. But I I don't know why someone would intentionally make a story like that up. You don't know why people do it all the time. Unless he really had it in for someone in that town or just the town itself. Like he must have hated somebody. Or he saw the he saw the town name Stull and thought, hey, that's kind of like Skull. I'm going to make up a creepy ghost story about it. Alternately, I mean, he just picked a small place that he didn't think any of his students would be from. Which, well, the University of Kansas, that's not, I mean, I can't imagine it's too far away. I didn't, I actually don't know how far away it is from Stull now that I think about it. Or that Mm -hmm. it would be a place that enough people kind of knew about, that it was real, a real place, but not like a lot of people knew people from there. I mean, I... uh, I don't know. Um, well, you know well, well, regardless, regardless. Actually, it would be interesting. I mean, if this, if this happened in the 50s, it would be interesting to look at the population tables mm-hmm. and see what the tiniest town in Kansas is. And it might very well be Stull. It might have been. And, and, like, and you know, going, going with her theory that he just picked the, the very smallest town in Kansas he could find as the center. And every Halloween just yeah, threw and, this and story out story there. story because she, was, uh, she, she wanted to, like, you know, because statistically speaking, it's less likely he's going to have a student mm-hmm. from this town because it's the tiniest town in Kansas. And, yeah. so, and it's a, what, like, maybe it's a farm community, so, like, they don't send a whole lot of people to college. Yeah, or, in the 50s, yeah. You know, I mean, I think it's, that's a fair thing to say. Well, regardless, mm. regardless of what could have been the reason that that happened from this professor, the story is supposedly was repeated every year to his students and nothing really happened until either 1972 or 1974 I'm not sure which year. Uh, I, I tried to, to get into the archives to figure it out, but I couldn't get the old archives from the university to come up. Mm. But the university newspaper reported this story. And I kept digging and trying to... And evidently, their back, their back issues are just not there. I couldn't get it. Maybe if I had pretended I was a student and tried to log in, I might have found a way, mm. but mm. I couldn't get it. But, Evidently, the university newspaper reported it, and from that point, it started gaining traction, and the first report of people showing up in mass is 1978, when supposedly it's reported that 150 people, we gotta guess they were all college students, showed up to see what would happen from there... It's grown mm. to what we have now of 500 people yeah. every Halloween showing up and, I mean, and trying to get in there. And now we have the fence and police patrols and all of that garbage. I mean, we talk about doing this sometimes. Oh, I'm like every once in a while, like, I don't know, like we talk about, well, maybe like there's always a like outlying detail in a story that one of us will bring up, and we're like, man, that sounds like something somebody was just like, oh, it'd be funny if we could see if that could be possible. An internet or, article? Yeah, yeah an exactly. internet article. And yeah, you know, we, we have talked about it. It'd be fun to set up an alternative, an alternate website and, and start posting this stuff and just 
tacking stuff on. Yeah. Like so many people do. And it'd I mean, be, I think it's not too. outrageous to think that like a philosophy or psychology professor, you know, would use as this an as experiment. a teaching moment or as an experiment or whatever. You know, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, it, could, it could be. It could be he, he wanted to start an, uh, an urban legend. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, it's possible. Every, and just, doesn't everybody? Uh, and so it would be a great, you know, and maybe he did it for that reason. Maybe he started this little urban legend. And then he would say, so the student class of a couple of years down the line or something like that, he says, okay, okay, have you guys heard this story about the gateway to hell and all that? How many of you, how many of you have heard this? Raise your hands, you know, and all this stuff. Okay, you, tell me about this story. What have you heard? And then they tell him, and so what do you think? You know, and, well, let me tell you something. I made it all up, me, myself, dude. You know, it's just as a sort of psychological experiment but I would, I would think that if that were the case, if that exact scenario were the case, then there would be recounts of people saying, oh, yeah, I was in that guy's class, and, and he, he admitted to making it up. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing that I could find. And again, this is, this is one of those stories, and I fully admit this, everybody, one of those stories that is really, really, really hard to find a lot of concrete information on. But I did not see anything that said that he admitted to making up. As it is, I couldn't even find the name of the professor who supposedly made it up. So to me, the professor making it up, it's just as likely as the other theories because I don't have any grain of fact to hold it to. This is why I love this group that we have right here is that you have just said, like, to our entire listenership, a professor making a story up to mess with his students is just as likely as Satan being real and coming to the <laughs> And by the way, they're, they're both equally reasonable. I, I, Based on what I have to go on, yeah. <laughs> All right. I think I know the name of the professor. His name was Professor Satan. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought he was you one of the guys first. from Mad Magazine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Spyrus's Yeah, we had this. I remember this, back in the 50s, we had this professor who told us this story. He had this really strange way of talking. It was like, more men, I will talk. Nobody could understand him. I wish everybody. But only the goth kids passed the class. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you're not going to mention the faces that Joe makes when he Oh, no. <laughs> I don't look at him when he makes those faces. Uh, yeah. I actually put my, my yeah, papers in front of him. Me. Yeah, yeah, when I do my demonic voice, I'm kind of scary all the you way around. You really, really yeah. are. Well, uh, I, you know, I mean, as 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 kind of, a, kind of a final thought on this story, before I open it up to the pair of you, uh, my, my, my final thoughts are... I I personally, I don't hold a lot of stock in the occult and those kind of stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, I admit fully, there are things that I have heard and seen that I can't account for in any logical manner. In other words, I can't, I don't have an explanation for whether yeah. I've seen it myself or I've heard about or seen it on recordings, whatever the case may be. But, you know, that doesn't say that it is or isn't true. So I don't, I don't know that this story's real. Mm-hmm. But I can't say that some part of it isn't real Mm. and that's i think that's why i wanted to to kind of have this as our kickoff Mm. for halloween because there's there's a lot of crap 
here. Mm -hmm. But there's also mm -hmm. a lot of potentials that could have happened. So that's the really difficult part. And I know that's something we try to tackle is, mm. is peeling those layers apart to find the real thing from, from the, the not-so-real things. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not-so-real. That was a great explanation, yeah. Steve. Uh, but, you know, that, that, that's where I stand on this. So I, I don't know that I buy this, but, well, you know, this is, this is completely outside of, of the things that I would normally jump into. Yeah. So uh -huh. I, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on, you know, unstable footing. Here. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I think that, um, number one, as I, I talked about this a little earlier, but hell is like heaven. It's not a place that you reach physically, you know, it's a place, it's a place where you, it's like a, in another dimension almost. Mm -hmm. And so the whole, it's a, it's a level of transcendence yeah. almost. Yeah. And so, I mean, there, there is a, there is a gateway to hell, which is the entire planet which is like you know i mean you can be you can you can do things that will that well will the entire you. planet conversely <clears throat> is a gateway to heaven exactly but you can do things anywhere on the planet that'll earn you entrance to hell and uh you know and that's that's your gateway right there but when you go to hell you know your you know, your soul goes there not your body so mm -hmm. you don't need a stairway or a gateway or anything else to get to hell no, I think the gateway is a physical manifestation for uh, us to be able to recognize it. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think there's any such thing. Yeah, it was, it's a fun story. You, uh, there's, there's all kinds of people out there saying stories about, oh, you know, you get down there, this thing's pulling you down, and if you go camp there, you hear moans and horrible noises and scary stuff, and your flashlights will stop working. Oh, yeah. The, the, you always got to bring, like, 17 times the amount of batteries you need because yeah, your batteries always die. Exactly. Yeah, that's in the accounts. Yeah, exactly, which, which doesn't really make any sense because... If your if your flashlight's going to crap out because Satan has messed with your, your the batteries in your flashlight, well, guess what? Your backup batteries have been messed with equally. So bringing backup batteries isn't going to do you any good. Can I can I can I go down the the the, the poltergeist rabbit hole here briefly with you on that? Sure. And right. and I can't believe I'm about to do this. I can't either. Yeah, I know this is really weird because I'm the total skeptic on this stuff. But the things that I've seen is that. Let's let's equate any kind of presence, a metaphysical presence, whether it mm. be Satan or a poltergeist or a ghost or whatever. Yeah, or, yeah, we, or a demon. They, yeah. You know, people equate them to an electrical disturbance. Uh-huh. Okay? Yeah. So, if I have two batteries making connection inside of a flashlight, that is making a circuit, which is an electrical circuit. Yeah. So, when this electrical disturbance comes through, it screws up that connection and it drains that connection. Mm -hmm. But those batteries themselves, the ones that you haven't put in your flashlight that are just sitting in your bag, mm -hmm. they're an unconnected circuit. So I therefore see. they cannot be drained by that field. So they're still going to work. Right. Man, I feel like I just need to point out the <clears> fact <throat> that like you went there and I was like, yeah, but it's more fun to mess with people if they like put their batteries in and then you like short it out again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. You it, know, it like it's way fun. more fun if they have to do that 17 times than like shorting everything out at once. Yeah. You kidding? Like, I know. Well, I don't so know. So you physics me fun, I guess. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it, it depends. I mean, I suppose if if this uh, this presence can can suck energy out, it basically from it a wants, completed circuit, it wants electrical energy for whatever reason it wants manifestation, it. or it generates it 
and it's sort of like EMP. It overloads it. Yeah, which would pop. That's, which would, that's of course, it, yeah, pop that's, the bulb. That would mm. kill. That would yeah. That would that would fry the bulb in the flashlight. Right. Or fry yeah. the circuit. Yeah. Yeah, it would fry the. Yeah, it, 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 you can't really fry a flashlight because it's so simple. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's like uh, yeah. So it's either gonna yeah drain it or whatever. Yeah, who the hell knows? I think it's possibly somebody made that up. Devin? I I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of with you. Like, I hate to admit the fact that, like, it's just as possible that a college professor made this up as it is that Satan really is, like, using a physical stairway to literally walk upstairs in a physical being. Clop, 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 clop. Clop, 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 or whatever. You know, regardless of what I believe about, like, heaven or hell and what those things might be, you know, I think it's fairly widely accepted that it's not a place that you physically go in your physical body. You know, it's a place that your spirit goes. Yeah. Therefore, the people or things that rule those spaces would also not be like physical beings that like have physical bodies that they have to use a stairway to get someplace. But I, it also, I guess, doesn't explain... There's a lot of big question marks that aren't really well explained by, you know, saying like, well, that it's not real. Yeah, so this is one of those weird, crazy doozies where I don't have a good answer for you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think we're all kind of on the fence on this. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like I don't know if Satan exists or not, um, and you know, I'm open to the, the possibility of the existence of, say, demons and things like that. I mean, they may they may actually exist. Mm-hmm. Really seriously. I mean, but uh, mm, I, I don't. The stairway, nah, not buying it. <sighs> Okay, well, there there be the end of that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, as always, this is the best and your favorite part of the show, where we we give you all of our, as Joe says, pertinent information. <laughs> He's devil speaking He's, again. He is again. No, that's not the devil. Or he just had a piece of ice cream in his mouth and couldn't. His teeth were freezing. Yeah. Uh, regardless, uh, the show, this one, and all past shows are available on the website. The website is thinkingsidewayspodcast.com. The links that, uh, some of the links for the research will be on there. You can and are probably consistently downloading us through iTunes. If you're on iTunes, go ahead and take the time to subscribe. And if you could, leave a comment rating. We always like that. We're on Stitcher, so if uh, it's a Thursday and you realize you haven't downloaded it and you're jonesing to hear us, you can go ahead and just stream us on any mobile-ready device. We are on Facebook, so the group and the page are both there. Like us, friend us. We've had actually had a couple of really good discussions going lately, which is always fun to get all of our listeners involved in. And, of course, you can email us at thinkingsidewayspodcast at gmail.com. You've got a, a thought on this, uh, you disagree on a point, or you've got something to add to it. We love to get that, and we have some great conversations over the email. So feel free to send us one over the emails. <laughs> Sorry, I just can't deal with that. I know. Oh, All right. Uh, that having been said, ladies and germs, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. So uh, until next week when we have another spooky story, we will talk to you then. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That was weird.